Welcome to the first show for the semester, everybody. This is Cut the BS Podcast. Uh, we've been a bit slow getting it off the ground just because we've been a bit busier and trying to figure some things out. Um, but one of those things that we've been working with on the show is having guests this semester uh, and doing interviews. And so our guest today is Vaibhav Mopadevi. Uh, he is from Bangalore, India. And I first met him in the spring of my senior year of high school while visiting um, Notre Dame. And I instantly realized, you know, what an amazing person he was. Uh, he told me all of his, a lot of his life stories and experiences. Um, and when Matt and I were talking about having um, guests on the show this semester, I just knew that Vaibhav would be an excellent one to have just because, you know, all of his experiences and stories and uh, just so much to learn from all that he's done, and so hopefully that you all are able to glean something uh, that you you know useful or however you uh, you know see it. Uh, so you start by telling us a little bit about you. Bye, Bob. Sweet. Firstly, thank you for that killer. You made me feel very nice. <laughs> um, so my name is Vibhav Mopi Devi. Um, I go by Mopi. Uh, people think I started going by Mopi at Notre Dame, but it's been since like grade one um that's what i've always gone by okay and i, when I, I met, know that <laughs> when i met you in the spring i thought should i have like an identity change uh-huh. and then i like went by vibhav but then like it just did not click yeah so you're like one of three people on campus who call me vibhav really yes it's so funny um but yeah i'm from bangalore india studying business analytics and ftt God. and ftt is something i just added like this semester oh really so i'm super excited about it um always been interested in like film and things but i'm like where else will I get to go to film school? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. So might as well add it here. And it's been a lot of fun. And I'm in Duncan Hall. And yeah, happy to be here with the boys. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so what brought you to school here at Notre Dame? Um, I have such an unconventional story from most people we know here. A week before the deadline, I went on Google and I was like, best undergrad business schools in America. <laughs> oh my god. Mendoza showed up and I was like, right, I'll apply. Um, and then things went from there. Hunt and I got super lucky. We got invited to be a part of a weekend here. And I came. That was the this is the only American university I've ever visited. Oh, okay. So um showed up. It was awesome. Just being here around good people, enjoyed the vibes, and I was like, uh, I'll commit. And now we're here. Exactly. Yeah. Everything worked out. For sure. So you said something about your story being unconventional, and I know that part of your story is your gap year after high school. So could you, you know, talk a little bit about that and uh, some of the things that you got involved with um, in that time? For sure. So um, after I was done with high school, I was like, like just thinking about life, you know, like yeah. most of us do once of in a while. And I was like, the education system in India is firstly very different from how it's in America. It's like most people study like STEM subjects. So all my life I've been doing like physics, chemistry, math. Um, and just like a history class and then like English. But I was like, all my life, everything I know is based on my classroom learning and what people told me I'm supposed to be learning. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, that's cool and all, but like I wanted to like see the world before I go to college because yeah. it's such a transition. And I also think so many people just hurry it up because it's like the thing you're supposed to do, it's going to college. Yeah. But I just went to my parents and I was like, what do you all think of me doing this? They were like, hell no. <laughs> um, that was their initial response, but... Um, took some time to convince them and I was like this is something that's super important to me because mm-hmm. I feel like I just want a different experience than just going to school or being a part of a regiment yeah. and it took, the, it took them a while um, in India it's not a thing to just take a gap year with okay. all the social pressure and stigma your grandparents want you to go to college they want to tell their friends that their grandchild is in college yeah. um, but it, it took a lot of beating the, the odds mm-hmm. and then yeah I was like I'm going to be taking a gap year okay and what was 
during that time, what were some of the things you that you did that were particularly meaningful or uh, memorable? For sure. Um, the biggest thing, um, it's not, I try to, I use the word a lot, but it's called seeking discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was the biggest thing to take the the gap here. It was like, I would say I was always largely an extroverted person, but I was like, I want to be very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a good way to do this is by like solo travel. Yeah. Um, I'd wake up and I'd be like, where do I want to go today? try to plan it out and just go there in like the span of three days mm-hmm. it wasn't like, the the goal was to not have anything very planned out okay. it's not like a week from now I'll be here or two weeks from now I'll be at this location it's where do I want to be today or if like if I meet some cool travelers and they're like oh we're going somewhere else do you want to come I was like I want to have the freedom to like make those spontaneous decisions yes and to do this over a whole year it was incredible mm-hmm. um, so many times I'll like wake up and be like I cannot believe I got to do that yeah. so when I'm like, I'm studying for exams and people are stressing out and they're always like, how are you like not so worried about the exam? Or like, why are you so calm? And I'm like, I've seen things that have actually been like life changing. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> an exam is like not that stressful. Yeah. And it just transitions so well into like my normal day to day life. Mm-hmm. Just like after you've just been so free and you've seen things, you know, like there's more to life, even though it's so cliche. Yeah. Yeah. But like you see things are like, that's so cool mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome dude uh, so like did you like halfway through start to like not feel scared waking up in the morning anymore because like if i did that like if i did not so like last weekend i went down to georgia and um or two weekends ago and i didn't know where i was sleeping for the night and i was freaking out all day like i need to figure this out like where am i sleeping where am i sleeping where am i sleeping and i can't imagine having that one two three four like days and days in a row no that's literally so whenever like i've planned any trip it's been like it's just getting there is the only thing like flights getting there and after that i just like figured everything out Uh i've been to so many random locations having knowing no person there knowing i may or may not have a place to sleep but it's like you just have to put yourself there because you meet people we're so tuned to thinking like the world is such a dangerous place i mean it is you have to watch out for yourself but like the kindness of strangers is so amazing. And I'm saying that because, like, I got to experience it, not because, like, I read it off a book. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're, like, going to cool places, you end up meeting cool people. And, like, it's so meaningful because, like, you have nothing to prove to them. They don't know who you are. They don't know your background. They're just, like, just, like, every interaction you have is, like, a new interaction. And people are so welcoming. Like, so many times I never had to pay for food because someone just pulled out food and be like, everyone, please take my food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think that's super cool because, like, People are always stressed about having every detail planned. Mm-hmm. So the regiment is so strong. You and like if one thing goes wrong, you're like everything's like messed up. Yeah. But like when you like let the possibility of like let me relax and just show up, I feel like that's led to a lot of cool things for me personally. So, so I'm one of those people who like likes to be planned um, and like regimented, um, just because like that's how I sort of grew up in my uh, in my house. So, what advice could you give somebody who is who like wants to you know try doing what you did um, and not being so planned you know like what are some things that helped you with that firstly I mean obviously safety is like definitely number one priority you don't <laughs> yeah. want to go to it you know it's a sketchy place you don't want to go there right <laughs> yeah. like there was never a time when I was like this is sketchy but I'm going to go there to see what's up <laughs> like you got to make obviously responsible calls but um, a big part for me was like staying in hostels mm-hmm. so you'd be around like hundreds of travelers from different places so you'd get to like meet so many cool people and just, like talk to them and these people have been backpacking for years. Yeah. So, like, they're veterans in, like, mm-hmm. doing this. And I, I I met people who were, like, millionaires but gave up everything so they could go see the world. People who just, at the age of 17, were like, I don't want to go to college. I just want to travel. So they work and travel. Um, 
and everyone's always saying cuz like when you get into a regiment it becomes your new comfort zone mm-hmm. even that even though that sounds weird cuz mm-hmm. yeah. you know everything is planned so you know 12:20 class is done 12:25 I'll be in SDH 1:00 I'm walking to my next class and you do it all the time yeah. but so many times like I'll meet someone in the stir fry line and I'll be like hey super random but you want to get lunch sometime they're like wait why and I'm like I just want to meet people I would not encounter in my normal circle mm-hmm. cuz if you think about it all of us are one friend group away from knowing someone else yeah cuz Notre Dame is so small mm-hmm. but to like meet a random senior in like FTT or like a Czech major like when would you get to do that you know yeah, yeah. so like just I feel like for the people who are regimented and operate better that's cool but like to make one effort once in every while just that makes you like not feel in your regiment and just like try it cuz like who knows Mm-hmm. If it makes you uncomfortable, maybe not try it again. But like, if you never try, you probably won't know how it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's good yeah. stuff. You know, you that's gotta awesome. get, get comfortable being uncomfortable for sure. Uh-huh. And like now, because I got to do it for a like whole year, like my comfort zone's been like pushed a little further. Mm-hmm. For most things that make people shy, like just talking to like someone in your class like super randomly, yeah, or like just. I know I waved like random people all the time. Yeah. And they think you're like a super weird guy. <laughs> just smile at people and wave to them. And when all my friends see me do that they're like, "How are you doing this? Isn't this so uncomfortable?" I'm like, "It's not anymore for me because I'm like, what's the worst thing they'll think about you? A weird guy. Exactly. Life moves yeah. on, dude. Yeah. Life moves on." <laughs> um so it's like now like I tried to do Mr. ND mm-hmm. last week like people just nominated me they're like, "Yo, you should go do something." So I just went and twerked on stage for like two straight minutes <laughs> in front of like 500 people in the audience. Was it weird? Absolutely. Did I do it anyway? Yes. So that's awesome. Um, so is that is that part of your uh, seek discomfort in D thing? Um, yeah, I think um, someone very important. I think Father Pete or someone super cool, very high up in the university, said, "At no point in your life will you be surrounded by." 8000 8000 amazing people who are all unique and special mm-hmm. like no matter where you go like even in a workplace it like things change after you leave college but for you to be close to, like so close to 8000 interesting people it's like only these four years mm-hmm. and i'm always thinking about that like i'll be in like a classroom and i'll be like there's so many people i'll never get to meet in this room who are probably so cool yeah. have so many crazy stories mm-hmm. people think i'm like a cool guy cuz i post on instagram a lot But then there's so many people just like me who have probably crazy lives, but just don't post on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they're all around us, and it just amazes me. Yeah, and every, a lot of people like when you ask them about themselves, they think they're so boring and like they don't have anything interesting. But like if you just you know go out of your comfort zone to talk to them, they they have something and there's something. No, there. that's so true. I completely agree with that. Just like making the effort, even if it's a small effort, like we'll be so amazed. Mm-hmm. Like the cool people that go here. Like I was in a conversation and someone was like, "Yeah, my roommate is." representing America in the fencing tournament and I was like what is happening that's incredible <laughs> how is that so casually spoken yeah, yeah you're yeah. like world class dude it does not get better than that yeah, no yeah, exactly <laughs> so do you plan on after college maybe doing a gap year type thing again that's actually been on my mind uh-huh. like so many people in a hurry to get to like a destination i'm not in a hurry yeah. so i wouldn't mind taking a year off but i feel like as i like progress through college like i'll know for sure Like if I enjoy like I don't know something in business super, like a lot, I'll probably just like go into it and test the water. Mm-hmm. But like, I know a lot of people would be afraid to take it, but like I'm not afraid. So if I want to take it, I'll probably take a gap year and just like travel more. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the age we're at now, between like 18 and 25, it's like it's a good time to be traveling. Yeah. As you yeah. get older, it's like family and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But as a solo backpacker, it's a wonderful, wonderful world to travel. Yeah. So. Um 
with that, do you plan on studying abroad in your time here you know, to go travel some more? Yeah, so tech. Yeah, so technically, I'm already abroad. People oh, always keep reminding me. But I think it'd be super cool to study abroad, maybe for a semester in junior year, mm-hmm. um, just to like be in a different academic environment. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy more like long travels because like when you have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But I think when you go abroad for a semester, it's like you have class and then travel, so you always have like a responsibility. Okay, yeah. Which is cool. But I feel like being around more ND kids in a non-ND environment mm-hmm. would be like something cool to experience. Yeah. So I'm I'm considering. What about you guys? Huh? I yeah. want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think I want to go to Rome next fall That'd be because cool. um, one of our roommates from last year, he's a uh, aerospace and he's gonna be over there for their program. That's. And it. then my roommate this year is um, also probably gonna do Rome. And so uh, there are some experiences over there that I want to make sure I squeeze in. For sure, um, for sure. You know, like a bunch of running stuff. So get, <laughs> nice. get that in. Matt? Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, it does. it'll be tough to fit in my schedule with engineering and yeah, some other stuff I'm doing. But, I mean, I'm definitely open to it. And I know it might not happen in my time here, which would be disappointing. But if I can make that opportunity work, I would, I would definitely do it. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. With um, what have been some of your favorite experiences with your seek discomfort in India here on campus? Right. Um, this is the funniest one. I've said this a lot in the last month because all the freshmen are so curious to know. Because mm-hmm. they're like, dude, what is this hashtag, dude? What are you doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> so last year I was um, I had like an issue with my neck, so I had to go to like physical therapy, and then I'm always trying to make small talk with people around me. Mm-hmm. So there was this lady. Um, she was doing her exercises, and I was like hey, what's up? What's new in your life? She's like, oh, nothing much. I'm getting married in the Basilica in two weeks. And then back of my head, I knew it takes two years to get a Basilica booking. Mm -hmm. And like, I know no one in our friend group who's getting married anytime in the next two years. But I want to go to this wedding, right? So I was like, super random. Do you think it's cool if I come to your wedding? Out of nowhere. And she was like, just because you asked me that, I'm going to say yes. Um, it, It was so funny. And then the next session I met her, she and her hubby, signed this card and they're like welcome to our wedding and then I was like another random thing do you think it's cool if I bring a date to <laughs> this wedding and she was like I mean yeah for sure so then I asked this girl I knew and I was like you want to go to this wedding with me she's like guess I have to come yeah <laughs> so um, we just show up to this wedding and I actually got it on film because I like make videos so like yeah, I, yeah. I made like a small montage and the lady I met in her completely amazing, beautiful gown, she like waves at me mm-hmm. in the middle of a wedding and I have it on camera. <laughs> and I was like, who am I to this lady? Like, I'm just some random kid who asked her to her own wedding. And then she took the time, she recognized my name and she waves at me and I was like, this is special. And like, they had all their friends uh, in one side of the Basilica and they all sing the alma mater. Mm-hmm. And like Father Pete said like the words to the prayer because it was a Catholic wedding. Mm-hmm. So just to like be there and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and this was October This was October last year. So I tried this on oh, really? super early I, into yeah, college. Yeah. And I was like, that, that, that was one of the craziest things that's happened for sure. That's, that's awesome. So um, if you're, if you are not afraid to go out and travel for a year with zero plans whatsoever, what are you afraid of? Like, is there anything that you wouldn't do? Um, that's a good question. That's actually a very good question. <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean, even though, like, I've done all the traveling, there's so many times I'll be uncomfortable to ask something. Like, there's always that innate fear. Like, wh- what if this is so embarrassing? Or, like, what will they think? Um, I don't know. I'm, like, a big adventure guy, so I'll never say no to an adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, something like scuba diving and things like that, hiking a mountain in the middle of nowhere. 
I'll say yes to all of that, but I don't know. What would I say no to? Dude, you really got me, dude. <laughs> it's good because these are the things I need to think about, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I should ask myself. What would, is there anything you're scared of? Um, I mean, traveling for a year with no yeah. plans. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I oh, mean, I, I think I know what, um, that, even when I'm like when I'm with random people, even though I know like everything is cool, mm-hmm. this one time I actually got mugged in India. I was all the way up north, and um, I was traveling from one point to the airport. So I got into like a local like rickshaw, the transport, and like halfway through he stops the auto. It was like 4 a.m. because mm-hmm. I wanted to get in um, early, and he was like, "Give me all your money," and then he took my bag too. So that was super scary. That left like I don't know. It made me super scared. So whenever I travel like super randomly. I'd ensure that I'm not alone when I'm when it's like not sunlight. That's my protocol. Okay. If it's like the dead of night, um, anytime between like 1 a.m. and like 7 a.m. when there's no light, I don't want to be super alone. Mm-hmm. I want to be around people. Um, but yeah, that that was super scary. So I'm always like, if I'm ever in like a taxi alone, yeah, it, it gets me. I'm like, I, I gotta watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that made me realize to not travel heavy. Mm-hmm. When I first started traveling, I would take so many things with me. 90% of things I don't need. And by the halfway through, I just had like five things I would actually need. Mm-hmm. A small phone. Even if I lost it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What are those five things that you're that are your essentials for? Um, I just get like basic shirts, okay. a raincoat, um, one wet shoes and one normal shoes, mm-hmm. and my GoPro and so many, so many batteries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was my only most valuable possession, my GoPro. Mm-hmm. And I actually valued it so much because the memory card, dude, I can't put a price on all the footage I have. Yeah. Like there was not there's no price that anyone can give me for me to sell that footage, you know. Mm. So that was the thing I was most scared about. So I'd always whenever I'd find a computer somewhere, I would make sure to transfer all of the data. Lose the camera, tough look, lose the lose the memories, that would be that would be not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with with your uh with your YouTube channel that you have, um what's your goal with that? Aside from you know, documenting all of your experiences, you yeah. have you want to, you know, show other people what you've been doing? Yeah, my my biggest goal with that was to um, first tell, remember, yeah, the first reason I started doing it is for me to remember what I've done. Mm-hmm. So many times I'm in a conversation and they're like, oh, dude, you got to see all these cool things. And I'm like, oh, that's actually so true. I got to be in these, like, really cool places and I want to, like, remember them. So I started, like, pulling out, like, a normal camera, I recorded things, and I was like, huh. I should put the videos together. Then mm-hmm. I was like, I should put music in this. Yeah. And then I just like, I was like, wow, like I enjoy cool. telling, mm-hmm. I enjoy remembering what I did. And I was like, I could probably tell a story with this. So whenever I travel, I just like document almost everything mm-hmm. and compile it. Then people were like, this is super cool. Yeah. And then when I came to Notre Dame, it was just like, remember my four years here and remember like some of the, the wild moments mm-hmm. with all my friends, the people I've made, the people I've, yeah, the people I got to meet. And I was just to remember that. But then, over the summer, I realized other people were watching these videos, mm. and I got so many emails. Were like, like Notre Dame seems so cool. Like, I want to come here now. And I was like, You should. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, so I felt like I was able to make an impact on people, mm-hmm. and just it's easy to t- tell a story, but to like have it in a video format that's always there, mm-hmm. and people can access it like at any time. I feel like it's just, I don't know. It's I'm trying to like inspire, not to like be like a big cool guy or anything, but I yeah. feel like I've gone to see things that. I mean, a lot of people have, but, like, maybe not most people who go to, like, Notre Dame from the Midwest. Not mm-hmm. so many kids have, like, traveled yeah. a lot or, like, had the opportunity yeah, yeah. to. But to, like, show people how cool our university is mm-hmm. and, like, one student's experience, I feel like 
it makes me feel like I've had an impact. Yeah, yeah. Like no. I'm not donating like a million dollars to this university, but like to give to someone what I was given yes. through video. Yeah, that's my goal. To give back. Yeah, to give back. That that's the main reason I make my ND videos. Mm -hmm. So like, because when I was applying, I didn't see any videos of Notre Dame. It was like, like I didn't know anything when like I the came. Ranking. Yeah. yeah. Best, Basically, it was <laughs> it was just a stat to me. Yeah. I didn't know we had a Golden Dome. I didn't know we had an iconic football team. Mm -hmm. Like I just showed up. Yeah. But I want people who are coming to know it's just a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things going on just to be able to tell that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh do you have a video in the making right now? Um I'm I'm trying to make a football compilation of a hype the oh. since last year, <laughs> like all the crazy game days. Yeah. Make like a very cool montage. Okay. Cuz the funniest things happen on football weekends <laughs> like all the families you meet like yeah, yesterday yeah. my friends there was so wild um his brothers and all their friends came and mm. they had like a massive tailgate and it was so fun just seeing your friends' parents mm. and how alike they are mm. they look alike <laughs> they speak a certain way so just super super funny seeing like the the people you hang out with all their time so happy to be with their families people's dogs come like all the nd babies like <laughs> it's everything so i'm trying to make like a cool video compiling all of that but i feel like i should be more consistent with my videos i always get caught up in like living in the moment which is awesome but i yeah. feel like I should cuz if I enjoy it so much I should be able to like put a schedule on that every friday maybe take an hour and mm -hmm. edit something and mm -hmm. to, like be consistent yeah another thing i learned during my gap year is like all these people who i thought achieved so much success were like don't chase the perfection be just be consistent just always show up mm -hmm. to things and if you're successful you'll be but just by being there instead of like staying in you've made like an effort to do something different mm -hmm. and that's That's awesome. Yeah, that's huge. Consistency is key in whatever you're doing. And I'm, I, I know you know that because like I follow your <laughs> all your running. You're, you're doing yeah. the marathon soon. Yeah, two weeks, two weeks oh, from wow, that's uh, crazy. today. I'm very excited. That's crazy. For it. I actually listened to all the podcast links you put up. You're like, enjoyed this podcast. I was like, I guess I'm listening oh. to that tonight. <laughs> I'm glad, dude. Uh, no, it's awesome. Because here's the cool thing. Like, the only reason I use Instagram so much is like. I feel like I don't want to use it to just like post cool pictures of me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can do a little more than just put cool pictures up. Yeah. So that's why like I always like drop the hashtag and just tell them what I thought. Like mm. I know like most people don't read it, but the few people who do, like I've gone to meet some of them. They're like, "Dude, that's so cool that you did that." And I'm like, it just makes me so happy. Yeah. Because yeah. then I convince a bunch of other people to like seek discomfort in their own lives, and for everyone mm -hmm. to be like doing it, it's just so it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah, my yeah. friends are like, "Yeah, I like I asked this girl in my class to lunch." And she said yes, and I'm so happy. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Dude. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Yeah, yeah. Like even just like convincing friends to ask someone they thought is cool to S Y R, or just like, I don't know, like go going to class when you don't want to, because you think like, oh, I'd rather sleep in, but just like go to class. Mm -hmm. Like people always come like, yo, should I skip class? I'm like, don't skip class, dude. Just show up, see what's happening. Yeah, I'm um, just like little things, and I feel mm -hmm. like Instagram because it has such an influence. It's like an easier way to like put those stories out. Yeah, and it's not. I don't know. So. Like I'm never I've never tried to be like the popular guy mm. or the cool guy. Yeah. Like I'm not chasing any clout. Mm. I mean, if people think it's cool, like I'm happy. But like, if people didn't think it was cool, I would I would still you do it still anyway. Still doing it, yeah. Yeah, I would still do it. You. Yeah. And you want to put the yeah. message out there. Um, with with uh, you're seeking discomfort. What motivated you to do that? Because you yeah. know, it's like has defined your life for these past you know yes. two two and a half years. Yeah. Um, oh, but, this is an why? awesome. Yeah, this is an awesome platform to talk about because there's a group on YouTube called Yes Theory. Um, 
if you, I mean, whoever's listening to this should definitely check it out because those guys have actually changed my life. Um, they've changed millions of lives because they just put out cool content too. And this like four guys who just met at university decided to do one uncomfortable thing every day for 30 days. And they it led to them meeting like Justin Trudeau and like meeting some very, very cool people across 30 days. Mm. And they, I saw this during my gap year thing and it was so crazy to think like, the worst thing most situations will leave you is with a no. And that's very normal. It's mm -hmm. very, very normal. Like, if you're not, like, in a life or death situation, dude, like, being embarrassed is, like, a temporary feeling. And more people should be able to, like, just put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's why it's uncomfortable. If it was easy, all of us would do it. Yes. But to see these guys do it, and you can watch their videos of them facing so much rejection. Like, they're getting rejected all the time. Um, I think this one time they went to Hollywood and asked these billionaires whether they could jump into their pool. <laughs> Such a silly thing to do. Like, what would you gain from it? Like, your yeah. life is no different if you didn't jump into the pool. But they're like, I want to jump into a billionaire's yeah. pool, dude. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, so many times I would think of random ideas. Like, you know, in SDH, mm -hmm. like, I, I'd like to hold, like, a ball or something. And, like, you know, Lion King, you'd have the whole... <laughs> I feel like it'd just be so funny to do that, yeah. even though it's so dumb. Mm -hmm. uh, but just, like see these guys do it and I was like if they can do it I can do it mm. and I was like if I can do it pff, so many other people can do it um, and they really inspired me and they're still making so much content mm -hmm. and they have like millions of subscribers so it's like an actual movement yeah um, yeah and a, a super cool one because it's like by young people mm -hmm. it's yeah. not in like a book you can yeah. like watch them do it yeah it's very relatable yeah no, dude. I um have you seen the uh the video I don't remember who it is I think it's the um the one who's Egyptian, he uh, Ahmad, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he he ran the LA marathon without any training. <laughs> was, I did watch that. <laughs> that was that was awesome. No, and then, uh, when is it Matt? Is he Matt? Yeah, Matt, when yeah. he did the uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, dude, no. And then the letter to himself, dude. That video hit home. It was no, it was very touching. No, these guys are doing some crazy things. Yeah, it's absurd. It's very, it's so, it's so inspirational. No, that's what in my gap year I competed in. Iron Man Lankawi in Malaysia. Really? Yes. I did not. Know yeah, that. it was oh a part my of my gosh. gap year. So I finished the swim, was a hundred mile into my bike ride. Mm -hmm. But the thing I didn't know going in was I rented a bike in Malaysia and I trusted that the dealer would give me the bike I wanted. But he gave me a non triathlon bike. So it was a complete metal body. And oh. I had to push it for a hundred miles. But then you have cleats that stick to the pedals mm -hmm. to help you go long distance. Yeah. And I was trying to like adjust my cleat, but like something didn't click and it was raining, so I crashed and I wiped out and I tore like a part of my neck and stuff. It was like very bad, but um, I got to experience like being in an Ironman. Dude, um, that's fantastic. That was unreal, <laughs> unreal. Definitely want to get back into doing triathlons. I was at my prime shape then. Dude, if you ever do, let me know because that's what I want to get yes, into too. Yeah, now I'm just eating Taco Bell <laughs> all the time. <laughs> the college life. Yes, basically. Dude, and pizza's everywhere in college. I forget, yeah. <laughs> every other day there's always an event with pizza served. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't say no to pizza. Free food? <laughs> Is there anything you haven't done yet that you want to do? Or yes. somewhere you haven't gone? Yes. New Zealand would definitely be like my dream destination because those guys live and breathe adventure, dude. <laughs> those guys are crazy. Um, and I really want to be skydiving certified um, just to be able to jump off a plane, deploy your own parachute. It only takes like a week of learning. Oh, really? Which is the, it's the financials that are always that's, tough. That's, that's what I figured. So it's like you got to save up a lot, but dude, Jump off a plane, rip your own parachute, dude. Yes. <laughs> that would be crazy. So that's definitely something I want to do maybe in the next year, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, what was your... So I, I loved seeing your um, 
Instagram post about when you were on your two, it was a two week Himalayan trek, right? Yes. So can yes. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so I went home from Notre Dame after finals mm-hmm. and I got to spend time with my family, meet all the boys back home and all my friends. And I was like, I don't like staying in one place for too long. Okay. I think that's a problem. Like I start fidgeting after mm-hmm. a while. Like I have to go do something else. Like <laughs> yeah. I just can't sit there. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, I told my parents, I want to go hike in the mountains. Like I'm from India, mountains are in India and I've never seen them. Outrageous, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go check it out. So I found a random group online who had Bonmore's spot because they were going on the expedition. So it was like eight of us and like eight other people on the the portal team. Because if you want to survive up, you need to carry your own food, your own tents, your own utensils. It's like a whole mission. Mm-hmm. Like getting up is like an actual challenge. Yeah. It's not like a planned trek. Mm-hmm. You go, you walk as far as you can, you set up wherever, like you see like no animals, there's no danger. Um, and then I just showed up. There were people from like, across India, people from like Israel, um, people from Russia. Mm-hmm. And we were just like hiking in the mountains, dude. Yeah. And like, there are villages up in the mountains, like mm-hmm. 13,000 feet high. It's like a village of 30 people. So they do no jobs. They just wake up, take care of the animals around them, eat food and go to bed. And they've been doing this for centuries. Like we live such different lives. <laughs> and to meet these people who just, they're different people, dude. Yeah. Like, they're not after any worldly things. Like, they don't care about jobs. Mm-hmm. They don't know what a resume is. They just a community. It's, you wake up, and the only instinct is survival. Yeah. Just how do you make it the next day? Mm-hmm. And we, we live so differently. Like, survival is not in the, in the question. We know we survive. Mm-hmm. But for them to be up there so high and completely content, completely happy, normal people like you and I, yeah. just chilling in the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've been doing it for centuries. And to meet them was incredible. So what's the most um, meaningful or impactful thing that you've learned from your from traveling and meeting all these different people? Because there's no telling how many people you've come into oh, contact with. Yeah, that's the thing I'm most happy about, about the travels. More mm-hmm. than like the crazy scenic things I've gotten to see, especially being in the Himalayas, just like as far as your eye can see for hundreds of miles, snow-covered peaks. Mm-hmm. Like there is no sight as close. And because like in the US, like a lot of these destinations are like accessible. Like in Colorado, you can literally drive up to a mountain, yeah. which is amazing. I love Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be in a place where you have to work to get to the top, so it brings obviously lesser people who want to go there. Mm-hmm. So like you're just sitting 15,000 feet high and as far as you can see, just snow yeah. and the people you're there with. Mm-hmm. And like at night, it's so bright, even though it's completely dark, it's because the starlight is so clear. Mm-hmm. There is zero pollution. So like the light is just, you can see everything even at like 3 Mm a.m. The starlight is so bright and beautiful. And like most of the places I've gone to did not have internet Mm -hmm. or your phone. So your phone is just a brick. I realized how many times I would touch my phone throughout, Mm -hmm. just like muscle memory. I'd pull out notification, pull out notification. Mm -hmm. And after like three days of being there, I was like, screw my phone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I just want to see what's up. Mm -hmm. And you're just talking to these people who've lived such different lives. And I'm like, you know, in America, it's all about, like, the hustle. Like, you wake up, you want to be somebody, yeah. do something, mm-hmm. achieve something. Most of these travelers just want to meet people. They want to see things. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing to achieve. Like, they don't come into any interaction with you wanting to gain something from it. Yeah. They just want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? How's your day going? No one's like, what's your 10-year plan? <laughs> like, do you want to be CEO? Like, nobody cares. Like, mm-hmm. they're just there to, like, just listen to you, talk to you, and it's just incredible dude mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know like when I say it because like in college we're always like there's always this pressure to like be networking or to gain something from everything you do here mm-hmm. so it's always like you're always thinking about yourself like what should I gain from this like 
what should I do in this conversation so this will benefit me? How do I get this in into this networking thing? But like to go into conversations for long periods of time, not wanting anything, mm-hmm. you just feel like such a different like I know you just, your, your mind is more nourished because yeah. you're not competing for the attention of your brain. You're just like listening to what's up, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I've gained the most. Is like seeing people from all walks of life come together because. They all just want to see more of what the world has to offer, and it's a very like simple thing. Mm-hmm. You just see more, and there's yeah. never, there's never a time it will be like, oh wait, I've seen the whole planet. <laughs> you know, like yeah, there's always more to see, mm-hmm. and these guys just want to see as much as they can before they die, dude. It's a very normal. Mm-hmm. So, it's like we we think it's so weird. We call them hippies and things like that, but they're just like, they just I don't know. That's what they want to do. Way of life. It's just a way of life. That's what they know. And maybe I won't be that person who just travels my whole life, but to know there are people doing that and that I can meet them mm-hmm. just makes me so happy. Yeah. Like, I I could probably, like, hang with, like, a monk for six months if I wanted to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably won't do it, but, like, I know I can if yeah, I wanted yeah. to. And that's what's cool about mm-hmm. it. And it's, like, all of us. It's not just because, like, oh, yeah, I got to travel. It's, like, anyone. So many people are always, like, I wish I could do what you did. And I'm, like, I'm literally not doing anything different, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know how to, I don't know how to explain it to them. It's like accessible to everybody. Yes, the it's, 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 not it's, to there's it. no secret. There's no mm-hmm. secret. Just go and be Pe- present. People are like, "What's the secret?" And I'm like, "Obviously, money is the only limiting factor. But if it's not money, there's nothing stopping anybody. Mm-hmm. You just got to commit to it. Yeah, just got to commit to going somewhere." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been able to stay in touch with any of those people you've met? Dude, so many people, dude. So my funny story. So I got to learn how to scuba dive in Australia, and my instructor, this man, is so cool. Moved away from the UK when he was 18, bought a van in Australia, and went across the country for four years, sleeping in his van. And this guy was a scuba diver. Now he's done like 3,000 plus dives. And he taught me how to do my first level license, my second level license. And I was like, I, I don't want to end yet. Like, I don't, I don't want to be diving to meet him, but I want to meet him outside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, super random, dude. But like, you want to come and chill with me outside of diving? I want to know your story. Yeah. And this guy's name is Sam Dare. What a man. What a beast. <laughs> um, but I, ca- I found out his story of him like traveling across Australia and becoming a scuba diver. Mm-hmm. Went diving with sharks with him. Like Just seeing like the most absurd things with this man. And to, like I'm still in touch with him. He's always like messaging me. He's like, what's up, dude? How's college? <laughs> and this guy's like, what, like, 28 years old? Wow. Just to like, he's not, he wasn't like, oh, look at this weird 18-year-old kid. He's like, no one's ever asked me so randomly to go eat mm-hmm. just to know my story. And people are willing to talk to you. We just always think strangers are scary. Mm-hmm. So many normal people. So yeah, I, I've been in touch with a bunch of people through Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Met this multi-millionaire tycoon who owns a rubber company in the UK. A lot of British travelers. That's what I've realized. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people from Europe, especially the UK, they love to travel. They know what's up. They know they know what's <laughs> up. So I've been in touch with this man and his wife and their whole family. So if I go to the UK, I can stay. At this man's house, and he's he's like a big he's he's a big deal there, so that was super cool. But yeah, I've gotten to, I make the active effort to stay in touch because mm-hmm. they're they're too cool to let go, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you find good people, you gotta keep them close. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. What's your next trip schedule? Do you have one? Or? Yes, for fall break. Okay, where's that? Gonna um, be? I am flying into LAX with one of my buddies here, mm-hmm. Cattle Hall. I'm um, just gonna maybe go to a national park or just drive across the coast and see some cool beaches or something like that. Great. Yeah. If you go to any national parks, um, Yosemite. Yosemite. That's what I've heard. Yes. Yeah. 
great climbing out there too if you're into that stuff no so, for sure yeah. yeah no Yosemite seems like one of the most iconic spots in America film. have you seen a uh, free solo I have not. Oh, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Yeah, that, that's that's where uh, El Cap is. He uh, <laughs> he scaled no ropes. That's crazy. Yeah, that that's that's an experience. No, that would, that would be amazing to have. <laughs> that's unreal. Like, there's so many things I want to do. You mm-hmm. know, like, what would it mean to be a full-time beekeeper? Like, I want to know, dude. Imagine <laughs> raising bees for a living. That would be kind of cool. But like, yeah. what what would it mean to like be a filmmaker who documents like volcanoes? Mm-hmm. Have you seen like these natural videos where they're like? near an active volcano and this is spewing lava but they're just like in their like hazmat suits or whatever they're wearing just getting the perfect shot like it's incredible what people will do because mm-hmm. they're so passionate about it like nothing will stop some people from getting what they want to mm-hmm. no matter what people do yeah. they will get the job done mm-hmm. and you meet so many people when you travel like no compromises mm-hmm. on what they really want if they want to see something dude you bet they'll see it yeah. there's yeah. nothing stopping them so do, you, do you have a list of all the things that you want to do or like a bucket list or um, if you will? <laughs> I, I've had like things I've wanted to see and like I form other things around them. Okay. So in Australia, when I started to learn to dive, everyone was like, I have to see this spot called Fish Rock Cave. Okay. They were like, if you have to do one dive in Australia, that's the dive. And it just sat in my head. All of the two months I was there, I was like, I have to do this dive. I have to do this dive. So it was my last three days in Australia and I was like, I haven't done this dive. We got a problem. Yeah. So I was like, it's in this it's it's in this place called Kempsey in the middle of nowhere. So I woke up 4 a.m., took an eight-hour train ride to the middle of nowhere, hitchhiked a high school bus to get to Kempsey, went to this random diving center, and I was like, I want to see these sharks, dude. And they were like, well, you're in the right place. <laughs> then the next day we woke up, it started raining, so we had to cancel it. Mm. And I had to do it the next day or I had to go back to America to come back to college. Mm-hmm. Everything worked out. I got to go diving. Picture this. You're like 10 kilometers. I don't know how it is in miles. Six. Yeah, six miles off the coast of Kempsey. And there's a 100-meter long cave, 30 meters underwater. And it brings all the migrating sharks near the east coast to this point at this time. And these sharks are literally going around this cave. And I was like, I have to see this. So I go inside with like four other people in the group. And we're seeing these gigantic sharks just like right above us. Like they're so close to you to like the distance between all of us. Mm -hmm. And they're like 30 of them. Absurd. Just doing their own thing. We're so scared of sharks as a a human race. But I'm always Mm -hmm. scared like they'll eat us dude. They did not care that we were around them. They just thought like, oh, these are like probably fish or whatever sharks are thinking, I don't know. But it was so beautiful to see these sharks just doing their own thing Mm -hmm. and be so close to their living habitat. I tripped out and I went to the bottom of their pit and picked up a shark tooth. So I have one in my dorm Mm -hmm. right now. But yeah, I was like, I have to see it. And I did whatever it took to see it and I was Mm -hmm. so happy. So those are the people I met too. They'll do anything to see it. Yeah, (laughs) That's great. Matt? So... I think we kind of have a general idea after this whole conversation what the answer to this question might be. But if you had to sum it up in one like brief sentence or two, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Like what Dad. when you wake up like excites you and like motivates you to go about your day? Um, that's a cool question. I don't know. My thing is like I want to live like my best life. That's what I keep telling myself. Like. Mm-hmm. Like in my own little way to like live my best life and what it would take, and if it means to like not meet everyone and just go eat chipotle and just sleep in my room, 
like that's the thing like they'll wake me up on certain days cuz like college is so hard mm-hmm. but then some days I'll be like oh I want to go meet all my friends and like do something or like for my film classes that excite me like if they're like we're going to be talking about editing next week so I don't know for me the, the way I think of life is like you're always looking forward to things like we're looking forward to next game or like we're looking forward to like christmas break cuz we're like doing something cool mm-hmm. but it's like to have these long term plans but like when i wake up it's like what best way can i live my best life and what it means to me and after like the whole gap year like i stopped caring so much about what other people thought of me like you know we're always concerned of what oh what do they think of me or like how mm-hmm. does this make me feel but i'm like like w- what i'm doing how does it make me feel like if it's a saturday night and someone's like calling me to go to a party and i don't want to be there like i'll say no and mm-hmm. it's completely fine yeah. but it's like to make your active choices like i want to do things that that make me genuinely happy and i and i wake up knowing that i will make those choices cuz freshman year i had so much fomo mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the fear of missing out you're always scared like oh what are they doing or like what are these guys doing but like as i've ev- evolved with time <laughs> of being in college and like traveling a little more it's just like i wake up just wanting to be happy and just be around good people those are like, those are my two things and just seek discomfort i try to do one uncomfortable thing every day doesn't need to be super huge mm-hmm. and it was super random both today's today's i haven't done anything yet today oh today was go- showing up to my improv session improv is so random you just go on stage and they like give you a scene mm-hmm. and you perform the scene like you okay. have no background no rehearsal and some of the prompts are like so random <laughs> like sure. imagine you're in like Lafon Taco Bell make me a sandwich and enact this out like you just like randomly make a sandwich in thin air mm-hmm. it's so weird and there like 50 people watching you so it's so uncomfortable but to like show up to pra- it's so it's so easy to not show up to practice cuz you're like what if i screw up there's always that fear but like yeah that was definitely today just mm-hmm. to show up yeah that was kind of weird but yeah i'm glad i, I yeah. glad, i'm glad i went <laughs> Um well I speak for both Hunter and I when I say we're very appreciative of your time. Thank you. Um Thank you. unfortunately that's all the time we have. Sweet. But, um where can people go to learn more about you and keep up with your life? Ooh. My little, inst- pl- little plug for Yeah. My Instagram is probably where I'm like most active. Had a lot of have a lot of people actually from university just message me like hey you're in my class you want to hang out. <laughs> so that's the best place to catch me. It's vibe of Mopi Devi. Um and it's the same name on my youtube channel if you like curious to see where i drop my videos all right those would be the two places yeah there we have it okay well thank you so much again to you vibe bob for a great conversation um as always we're very appreciative of people who are willing to share so much about themselves with us if you like this podcast please be sure to let us know by following us on social media or by subscribing to us wherever you listen to your podcasts thank you so much for listening thank you